0: Welcome to the Transformation Cafe with your host, Robin Masevich. Transformation Cafe, a weekly half hour of light, topical conversation about health, wellness, happiness, personal growth, spirituality, and other insights. We're glad you're here. Transformation Cafe, a fun place to nourish your soul. Now, let's get started and introduce our diners for tonight's show. I want to welcome everybody to the Transformation Cafe. I'm your host, Robin Masevich. And gosh, just really want to welcome everybody to the cafe. We've got a special guest as boy, we've have a lot of good guests lately, huh? Miss Miss Amy. I'll bring Miss Amy on already, my co-host. Amy, how are you doing tonight?
1: Well, my tea is all tied up and messed up. Oh, with your oh, my. I need some help. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's a good thing we have our guest tonight. Miss Miss Elaine Bavon is with us, and she is the only trainer. Are you a trainer? I guess you're a teacher. That, I, am. Um, I am. a trainer. That she's a trainer. Okay. Like, woo, woo. I, was, I was correct about that. She's the only trainer from Harvard Medical School that's certified to be teaching Tai Chi in the Western United States. And that's a mouthful. Uh-huh. My goodness. And I could just uh-huh. imagine one of I'm this. So welcome, Elaine. Great to have you on our show. This is going to be a very interesting conversation. And uh, we're going to go in a lot of different directions about Tai Chi and training and all different okay. kinds of stuff. So how are you tonight?
2: Oh, great, and let me let me make one correction, before you know, because uh, I'm sure Peter from the Harvard um, Medical School is going to, to listen to this uh, event, and I am a certified trainer of the eight active ingredients, and this is a part of the Harvard Medical School Guide to Tai Chi, so Peter was the oh. author, and you know, Harvard uh, is very selective about how they place their name on certain things, so uh, mm-hmm. he... Uh, uh, Peter and um, Mark Post um, wrote this work, and I became a trainer of the work itself. So the, the work is the Harvard Medical School Guide to Tai Chi, 12 Weeks to a Healthy Body, Strong Heart, and Sharp Mind. And at the current time, I'm the only teacher that's certified from the very first graduating class on the West Coast. But there are many people I think uh-huh. that are coming off behind me. So I'm just pleased uh-huh. to be here to tell you about what's going on in, in this area. And share with you some
0: yeah. of the results. I think Yay. it's very exciting. One thing I yeah 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 one thing I, I think is very exciting about this is they're they're making sure that there's, that there's evidence to be you know to be basing some of these wonderful things that are that are these you know this ancient uh, practice of tai chi. So um, just right off the bat, how long have you been practicing tai chi yourself, or is that something you kind of were interested, in? and then going through the cl- the certification, you got to love it.
2: Well, great question for me. I've, I've been practicing a martial arts for more than 20 years. And about mm. 10 years ago, I went through a major life-changing event. I was needing needed transformation. So my brother said, oh, take Tai Chi. You're all stressed out. This will help you. Well, 10 years later, I'm finding out that not only did it help me, it transformed my vision of the world and guided me to, to try to help people understand how they can become healthy using this particular therapy and, and exercise. So um, I've been focused on the Yang style Tai Chi for the last 10 years. And I worked with an old Chinese master. I mean, the regiment was do it again, do it again. A hundred times later, you're still doing it again until you get the form right. And then I had the opportunity to take a course that Peter Wayne, uh, author of this particular work and uh, research, offered in Boston. And so I spent the last two and a half years learning his technique and how to, in fact, apply the eight active ingredients of Tai Chi. Um, so that's my story, and I'm kind of sticking to it. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Wow, it's, it's,
0: it's I'm pretty glad about that. Personally.
2: yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you how you know how you want to work in this arena, and you want to make sure you do no harm. And I'm yeah. one where, um, and especially in the healthcare environment, it's important to tell people why they're doing things. This is Western mind meeting the Eastern mind, and the Eastern mind says, just do it again, just do it again. Okay. And so I've learned how to now translate the Eastern concept into Western, Western uh, language and bridge that, bridge that gap. Mm. So I'm, That's I'm so excited interesting about because- that for people.
0: Yeah, I'm very excited. I went, Amy. Um, I want to thank Amy for introducing me to you and uh, just all those things, the wonderful things that you're doing. That's interesting though, because like that, do it again, do it again, reminds me of. Um, I learned how to do Ikebana, which is the Japanese floral arranging, of, you know, and got up mm-hmm. to a, a third level um, with um, training and all that. And it was the same thing. I mean, literally, when I came in, my teacher would put a whole bunch of flowers and greenery and all kinds of stuff in front of me and give me a container and she'd say, design something. And I do it over and over and over again with the same <laughs> materials. And boy, after a while, I was like, when I when I wasn't accustomed to that and, and not used to that. And I think that was the the most important thing was being able to be in the moment and be in the now and do it again, you know, with beginner's mind and being able to train yourself in that way of being able to look at it freshly as much as possible. And is that something that they actually do with with these eight, in, eight active ingredients is that kind of perspective of being in the moment?
2: Yes. You know, in fact, let me just tell you the challenge that I had. When I went back to Boston, I kept saying to myself, who is this guy? I mean, what are you talking about? We don't do it that way. And that's because there are different, so many different styles. So not only did my ego say, well, challenging the professor from Harvard, sure, I'm going to do this, right? So I said, okay, so it took me a long time to learn how to listen. And I can understand the words, he said, but I didn't grasp the concept until I had worked it over and over and over. And repeating the words doesn't mean you grasp what you need to do. And then I had an epiphany that I really began to understand what I was doing and what I needed to convey to other people so that they could get the message and the importance of what this work has demonstrated. So having said that, I think the first challenge that I confronted was me. I mean, you know, you're an expert, you're subject matter expert, and then you, go, you meet another subject matter expert, and then you question his authority? Really? I mean, are you... This is my mind saying all this. And, of course, I was anxious to say, and not correct him. I mean, who am I to correct a Harvard professor coming from California? So I was like, hmm, okay. So tell me again why we're doing this. Tell me again why, why we need to do it in this way. So, so the first transformational package was me. And then as I got tested, I began to understand and relate to the language he was using in trying to get my mind to feel in the present moment. And that was a challenge, because I was on automatic. So to take that automatic button off, strip myself of all the the bounds and the, uh, and the nuances of current day society, hurry this, hurry that, multitasking, was a real challenge. And finally, I was able to do it, but only after time, and re- repeating and trying to grasp what he was trying to tell us. So, I mean, so that's kind of my story. The first, the first transitional person in this whole you know, story was me. And then I began to live the eight active ingredients. Once you begin to live it, you can retell the story, and hopefully in terms that people can not only understand, but actually use it in everyday life. And that is the challenge. You can train somebody to lift the weight and do bicep curls, but can you train, train that person to incorporate it into their daily living? And so that is the real mm. challenge.
1: Amen, sister. So I mean, so,
2: yeah, well, I'm sorry. You know, that's, that's kind of like the way it is. I mean, wow. No, no,
1: but, no, no, but uh, hear me. Uh, yeah, let me interject something. Um, I, I, it's totally true. And I, that is the heart of what the Transformation Cafe is about, is how do we dance with information, right, and make it something part of our life. And I'd like to say a couple things about you, my friend. Um, I yeah. met Elaine 15 years ago. And she was the the uh, uh, corporate uh, operations officer for for a big company, just kicking ass and taking names. And that girl, mind of a steel trap, and doing uh, the semi-pro uh, soccer—is that what you'd call it? Uh,
2: we, we call it amateur recreational soccer. That got us killed, but yes, that's true. That is true. Yeah, pretty, pretty, <laughs> <much fun. laughs> <laughs> world, Got us killed, but we enjoyed it anyway. <laughs>
0: Kept on yeah, kicking. A lot it of ain't flag soccer, anybody. okay? Yeah.
1: I don't know anybody sharper mentally, emotionally, physically, and I think spiritually she was, but she was kind of trapped a bit and because she was working so hard on all other, all other levels, taking care of so many people. And I can definitely see us having uh, several shows together. So I want to kind of fine-tune this one just a little bit here, throw, throw, you know, okay. throw a little bit of a monkey wrench in because that's what we have to do. That's my job. But looking at coming from being in that corporate world, right, and like you said, I love how you said it—that you were, you know, the, the first uh, out of the shoot, right? This transformational package, and it had to start with you. And seeing where you were and where you are now is just such joy for me. I, you know, I loved you then, and I love you now. But there's a softness now, but a softness that's even stronger, if I could say it that way. And so I want to oh, throw in—I want to kind of look at it from the perspective because. Why, how we started this was you're going to be presenting at the Elizabeth Dole Foundation Hidden Heroes uh, monthly meeting here in Las Vegas, which Robin mm-hmm. just did mm-hmm. on Friday, Laughter Yoga Force, yay. And the focus is with those caregivers. And I know um, and, and the Hidden Heroes are caregivers of veterans, family members, spouses, neighbors, friends. And so I know that you are a caregiver of so many, and um, you have a son who is a veteran, and so yes. just mm-hmm. kind of want to look at the conversation in terms of knowing that we're going to have that audience. What, what? How does that, or maybe it doesn't, change the conversation about these? You know, um, I'm sorry. Eight uh, ingredients? Is that hey, what
2: ingredients? What? Yeah. It it, yeah. it doesn't. Supri- surprisingly, yeah. a- Amy, thank you for touching and on saying all those nice things. That's um, the What it does is these eight secret ingredients can be the prescription for anything that one wants to do. And it's really the first six. The seventh and eighth come out of the in, uh, integration of the other. Uh, the, other se- the seventh and eighth come through the integration of the, of the sixth. But you can take these, these distilled ingredients and apply it to anything. Performance, the work environment, uh, the, you know, career transition, um, caregiving, um, all those events, and that's what's the beauty of this particular work. Through the evidence that he, he has accumulated, he has distilled the important aspects of each of those Tai Chi results and come mm. out with these eight bullet points. Now, the secret is, in the deli- not only in understanding what these eight points are, but whoever delivers them, the person who delivers them, is one of the key components in transmitting the importance of the information. So you know we talk about awareness. You know we talk about mindfulness and what does that mean? But when you when you really sit down and you talk and you have a group, how does it how do you transmit that so that they live it in the present moment? That they feel it that they can experience that awareness and take it with them. And once you once they have experienced that awareness, it's integrated into their DNA. Mm. And then you challenge them to replicate that in everyday life to reinforce that, that DNA change. So, so I, you know, and I'm going to say this, today I had four classes and I did COPD um, rehabilitation. And mm-hmm. these individuals are eating this up because I'm o- opening them up. This is using one of the COD um, t- clinical trials, evidence-based, and showing them how they can integrate mindfulness in relaxing the body, opening up the breath to better breathing, and then reflecting that in every situation to take themselves into. Because, you know, so so it was, for me, it's like, oh, my gosh, thank you for telling me. People walk up to me and say, I tried your techniques, and oh, my gosh, I changed my whole life. So mm. I'm, I'm rewarded by just the fact that people can live that moment, and experience it and have results. That's the important part. It's not about me having the results. It's it's having the results for them and they're experiencing it and living it and making their life better. So so I'm I'm pleased to be um, a vessel and a conduit of this information and my goal is how can I help you incorporate this into your life? That's my goal.
1: So is there any particular um, example of something that's happened, you know, with working with others that you would like to share?
2: Um, You know, one of the more difficult things is people have to believe that they can experience the present moment. And so teaching them, I guess one of the the common tools is focus on your breathing, you know, and I listen to the breathing exercise. So people, you know, feel the air, and you know, the, in COPD we use purse breathing, which is a different kind of breathing technique. It's actually it's diaphragmatic breathing, but we're using uh, the exhale is through purse lips, so you exhale uh, the toxins out. Um, but people have a difficult time believing that just focusing on feeling the air coming in and feeling and feeling the air going out is in fact mindfulness. But mm. when you point out that their, their immediate focus on feeling what was happening, put them in the present moment. You were mindful of that breath experience. And then, so I use a lot of uh, examples of experience, you know, let them experience it, bring them through imagery, take them to the beach with me, you know, some of those uh, more generic kind of imagery and guided imagery. And they, they, first of all, they believe, they have the intention of believing that and feeling that. And so one lady said, I felt the sand in my feet, my toes spreading when you talked about that. So, mm-hmm. so living that experience, once again, reinforces the image imprinted on the brain, and they can, in fact, it becomes a part of their DNA, their experience space. And so uh, I, for them, they're fearful because they can't breathe. They're fearful okay. because they're, they're going to the next surgery. So my task is to calm them down and let their body work Positively for them. So that was a great experience today. Today I did a couple things. In fact, one of the things that you introduced to me, Amy, and I might bring it to well, on the 18th is the energy stick. Mm. You call that? Yeah, the energy uh-huh. stick is. It just. It, it. It's a demonstration how we are conduits of electricity, and so we have. We have this energy within our body and our in ourselves, and we call it the chi energy. You know, and we could use chi energy for healing people don't believe that necessarily. So I demonstrated to them that when you hold this energy stick and everybody's connected, you can, the the coils light up because we're con you know, conductors for energy. So when we break that cycle, you know, we lose that energy connection. And so when people walk into a room, you can feel the energy in the room. You know, is it negative or positive? Are, so, you know, you know when there's a lot of uh, anxiety in the room, people are talking, it's a lot of negative talk. And, you, and, and, My problem is I can feel it, as I'm sure you can as well. The other people in the COPD room may not notice it. So I ask them to look at people, and if their shoulders are forward, their chest is closed. So Mm. everyone is connected. If you believe that this energy can be transmitted, you can change the energy in the room by creating positive energy by opening up your chest, throwing your shoulders back, Inhaling and exhaling and putting a smile on your face. That begins to change the energy in the room and the energy becomes synchronistic and you can pass that energy on. So it, it works. You, know, it, you can change the energy in a room by changing your posture and your demeanor and passing positive energy into a negative environment. And so some of these people who walk in with the oxygen and a mask and, uh, oh, how awful it is, said, I'm coming back. It worked. So I'm very yeah. happy that they found that, that, that worked. But I had to demonstrate. The point was I had to demonstrate the power of the energy that each of us has and how, in fact, it is synchronistic. So that's why when a group gets together over and over again, very soon their energy vibrates the same pattern of, Of uh, synchronicity, and you have compatibility, and you have spirituality. So that's what I learned. That's what I'm learning. Hello,
0: Elena. Yeah. Yeah. Very. It's wonderful stuff. And, you know, I see the parallels with that with laughter yoga about, you know, lifting oh, yeah. up and out and expanding the body and, and smiling and bringing in the positive energy, how it's really contagious and there's it becomes very, uh, you know, has a synergy to it. So how did you get involved in all this? How did you learn that there was a certification even even available? Oh, thank
2: you for asking. You know, I was looking. while well, I work in the healthcare industry, and it's all about paper and certifications and continuing education. And as a trainer, I have to be certified and continue to um, uh, educate myself. Um, I was already doing Tai Chi, and I was looking for a certification. Found out there's no real certifying body, and I came across Peter's work. So, I decided I'm gonna try to contact this professor at Harvard. Okay, and I looked up the number, and Guess what? He called me back. I was like, ah, uh, stupefied. Are you kidding me? This guy called me back. Uh, and he was driving home from some, uh, going from some Omega conference or something. I said, uh, uh, hello, I'm interested in, in teaching any classes that you might have to certify your work. And, and so that's how our conversation began. But the, this path kind of opened up for me. I I'd never anticipated when I called him, he would ever call me back. So that was the first startling news. He called me back. Really? Okay. Then the second thing is, okay, I want to do this program, but by gosh, it's so expensive. So I said, is there any way that I can, you know, get some consideration here? Well, th- some wonderful family housed me in Concord, Mass. Okay, wow. How could I say no to the path that was opening up to me? Mm. And when I went, I thought I walked into a, I mean, wow, the, the door opened, 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 and I could see where I was going, you know, as I challenged my, my path and saying, is this the right path? I'm putting a lot of money out here. I'm putting a lot of energy. And I never realized that it was the right path until I stepped on it and walked through the door. So that's my story. And then I, after two and a half years, certified, uh, pleased to represent the program using it Stanford Healthcare and working with people who have different kinds of challenges. So, um, and one of the challenges that the uh, institution has is that there's no real certifying body for Tai Chi, and there's so many types of Tai Chi. And uh, so I've, I've got a second certification from, uh, from a program that CDC recognizes, and that's for the community dweller and for the elderly. And it's a, it's a smaller group. It, it just does the form, and it tries to get people moving and tries to help them to prevent falling. So this fall prevention program is gr- big in lots of states. Um, because that's, there's a high statistic for people falling when they're elderly and not surviving, so they no. instituted this fall prevention program uh, in the state. In state, and,
1: and did you say CAC?
2: CDC. You know, CDC has promulgated certain programs that they well, what, would recommend you, that people, I don't
1: know that everybody would know what that is.
2: Oh, uh, Center for, for Disease Control. Uh, NIH also um, has recommended these particular programs. Um, And so um, the Oregon Institute of Research uh, has a program which is evidence-based, which they have a certification, which has been recognized by the Center for Disease Control and the National Institute of Health. So I'm certified in that program also. And that's primarily done in community settings uh, where elderly are challenged to, to exercise. And uh, there's eight movements in that. And, it, and that's a very good program as well. But I, right now, I'm, I, you know, I was focusing on the eight active ingredients, but we talked about the certification. So I've got several certifications, and i am using them uh, in the work that I do do now.
1: Thank you very well, you know, much. Yeah, I just happened to run into, a, run into a random conversation this morning, and uh, somebody brought up this, this program that you were talking about with seniors. They'd seen something, just seen something on the TV. So I think it's kind of cool that, you know, I think it doesn't matter where you enter at. It's like it could be maybe somebody runs into that program, but then they're going, oh, that was cool, but you're saying that's kind of the basics, and then maybe step more into this, this, you know, this this other program that you're talking about. So I I think it's really cool to get this out into the mainstream, however we get it out
2: there. Right, and I think the other thing is you can take these eight active ingredients and apply them to any situation, it doesn't have to be tai chi. This happens to be tai chi because people want uh, are concerned about health, and you know. And so we can talk about that, Amy. When I when I see you in the future, maybe on the 18th, see how you might work th- these particular ingredients in, into any uh, program that you might do. Um, oh, cool. And and massage them. And so and and what was what's fascinating about it is that it gets results. It totally gets results. And, you know, there's some people, and, and when you do it faithfully and you believe it, it becomes more effective. And
0: that's what I've learned as well.
2: And it's a complementary it. you know, uh, therapy.
0: We've got about five minutes left, so let's, let's run through the, um, the eight ingredients real quick. Okay. So uh, I'll just
2: tip them off. Awareness, which is mindfulness yeah, yeah.
0: focus, attention. Yeah. Okay. And then
2: intention, we talked about that belief and expectation. Here, I use imagery, visualization, and other cognitive tools, you know, like, um, and so I can go into that a little bit. But structural integration, so we're looking at the form and function. So we're integrating multiple structures and physiological systems in order to activate the ingredients that is in the Tai Chi therapy itself. So uh, these are gi- different shapes shapes and circles, um, ups and downs, sideways, you know, so that kind of thing. Then there's active relaxation. That's a real challenging one for people because if they have real tight muscle groups, actively relaxing is a challenge. So we work toward how to release the muscle groups so that the circular nature, circular uh, nature of Tai Chi flows through the body and the Chi energy can can not, would not be blocked but released strength and flexibility. Well, Tai Chi is a low-impact, moderate aerobic um, exercise. And I have shown on my advanced Tai Chi class how to use Tai Chi uh, for stretching. And uh, it can be done. So, not only is the the length of the exercise, um, the slowness of it, but also the duration of the hold, the shapes and forms that people use in their patterns. So, strength and flexibility. The sixth one is natural free-breathing. Go back to breathing like a baby, uh, abdominal diaphragmatic breathing that has a better VO2 exchange and your muscles get oxygenated, your brain gets revamped uh, with more oxygen. And then from all these becomes social support. It's amazing how the group becomes an interactive community. and, And that is therapeutic in itself. People have a group which they can relate to and socialize. And then there's the philosophical and ritual kinds of things that, you know, um, we call the spirituality of it. And in, in a public environment, sometimes that's not as we don't focus in on that, but that is an outcome that we see. So those are the eight active ingredients that I would I'm sharing with you and, and hopefully we, you know we can talk a little bit more about that on the eighteenth.
1: Absolutely. And one thing that kinda of comes to mind is with the Elizabeth Dole Foundation Hidden Hero program, um, uh what we're doing here in Vegas is that we're becoming, or we already are, I guess, the national model. And what we we started doing, these monthly meetings, which you're going to be doing for us in August. And so that's it's it, once a month. And then you know, a couple of months ago, like the, the social support, what we decided was we needed to have weekly meetings. So we started mm-hmm. having those Thursdays. And, and the focus there, we call it Beyond Support Group. We call it an mm-hmm. empowerment group where we focus on friendship and empowerment and, you know, connection and and how Mm -hmm. critical that was to, you know, having that. And you don't have to come every week, but you just know there's a place where you can be seen, you can be heard, you can talk about things that you may not be able to talk about other places. And bringing in these other ingredients with that, I, I can see how valuable that is.
2: No, and once again, you have so much expertise, Amy and some of you, and Robin, as well as in this area, that you'll see how these eight active ingredients really really fit within what you're already doing, and they've just been identified in a very prescriptive way to help synthesize the power of what you're doing, you know, and and so that's the beauty of Peter's work, is that he's given, in my perspective, as a Bible, uh, I look at how... All the pieces of the puzzle that lead to success in whatever therapy you you may employ. And once you know that, then you can incorporate all these things to a stronger outcome, a better results, and health uh, and well-being for your your target audience, inpatient and friend. So
0: that's the story. Okay, that's great. So how can people get a hold of you if they're interested in learning more about the eight ingredients? And if you've got classes and things like that available, um, how can they learn about that?
2: Can I give you my email address? We would okay, not share. Whenever you're comfortable with, okay. and yeah, uh, okay. okay. so my email address would be e brovont e b r o v o n t at stanfordhealthcare big word dot org. And then my my okay. number is nine two five nine one eight
0: one zero two six. Okay. Great!
2: Thank you very much. So you do maybe
0: your main. Yeah, you do your main practice. is in Las Vegas. Is that correct?
2: No, no, no. Doing my main practice. I'm sorry, Emmy.
1: no, no! You tell her where you're at.
2: Oh, I'm I'm in um, the San Francisco Bay Area, in California, and I'm visiting. Oh, okay. I'll be doing the workshop in Las Vegas, and I hope to meet you there, August 18th.
1: Then, and, and okay. I'm I'm hoping to get her here on a regular basis. You know who. Everybody oh, wants be fun. I guess you can have right conferences and retreats and all kinds of stuff.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely!
1: Yeah,
0: happy, that sounds happy
2: really to great. the program. It's, and Peter's been working on something with veterans, so I'm looking forward to see the research coming out of what he's doing. And I've asked for a copy of the recent one, which he just recently released. So we're we're, we're going, going down that
0: same path. Awesome! Wonderful! Wonderful! That's very very exciting. Well, like always, three, uh, 30 minutes just goes super, super fast. I just want to thank you, Elaine, for being in our one of our guest chefs and and uh, letting us know thank about you. all this different stuff that's going on with Harvard Medical with the uh, Tai Chi. That's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And thank you very much for inviting me to participate. I look forward to meeting everyone and seeing you in August, Vegas, uh, Las Vegas. Excuse me, uh, August eighth. Yeah, yeah.
0: That so um, everything. Right. Right. Oh, so feels like. I'm so right glad. I'm so glad you're. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, we'll have all the, in- we'll have all the information with her address and, I mean, her email address and the phone number and all that stuff. And the event itself, we'll go ahead and have that listed with this episode. And again, that's at transformation-cafe.com. And that's available on iHeart and iTunes and all different kinds of places for any kind of podcast stuff. You can go ahead and, um, go ahead and, uh, be looking for that and all the different applications that are out there. So, all right. Well, we, we want to thank you for- again. Yeah, and, and go out there and do a little tai chi. And if you don't know how, call. Don't know how? Call Elaine and uh, be able to do those eight ingredients. So, All right. Thanks for That's Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. We'll see you next time at the cafe. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Transformation Cafe podcast. To learn more, visit transformation-cafe.com for show notes, guest information, and links to previous shows. You can also subscribe to the Transformation Cafe podcast on iTunes. Join us again next time at the Transformation Cafe, a fun place to nourish your soul.